It's the 314th episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here today doing a one-on-one with Thomas Caswell. Hi, good to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How you doing, Tom? Oh, shit. I'm doing good. Yeah, doing good. Uh, taking off next week, which is great. Yeah. Um, you got your but, birthday. You got uh, yeah. Unranked birthday, double birthdays. Double birthdays. Yeah, can't forget about the Unranked birthday. In fact, I that was that was number one on my list. Then, you know, right after. Actually, Unranked birthday is tomorrow, right? The 11th? The day this comes out. No, right? it's your it's your birthday. It is on my birthday. It's okay. your birthday. Someone's <laughs> birthday is March 11th. So I have that. Uh, my parents are coming to town this weekend. Uh, I'm going. So you know that fucking stupid mall that I mentioned that has like the roller coaster and shit? And yeah, Mall of America like, or whatever. American Dream. American mall of America, Dream. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. was was like the biggest mall in America. But I think this might have taken it. Let's actually see um is this yeah, like fairly new yeah so okay. actually i was I away this, this i was i was i was away last weekend with um uh some friends uh my friend got this thing called getaway which is like uh basically a corporation like a we work style corporation but it is like tiny houses on the outskirts of major cities right so they have these all over the country he's doing a review for gq or whatever and asked if we me and my other friend were in a really tight uh trio if we wanted to go and uh my other friend is born and raised in jersey's whole life and i mentioned i was going to i'm going to american dream this weekend because i'm actually going to go on like the roller coaster with my my other friend and he was like oh american dream is that thing that i've always like he's like from childhood they've been building that like they've just spent like the last 20 25 years building this fucking thing um mm -hmm. so what ended up happening is i actually double booked it this weekend because um i had made promises with my friend that we'd go because i thought we were going to do the ski slope uh was the plan originally we we're going to go on the ski slope not the water slide uh i don't know how i feel about a water park at the mall in COVID, like it's just like oh yeah fair enough it's just multiple fair layers enough, of grimy enough. multiple yeah, yeah. layers of grimy um but the ski slope seemed like a safe bet the roller coaster all this stuff and um and every time i've gone before it's been a very quick trip and uh so i booked my friend ages ago march 12th and then you i have to reserve I, like well in advance no 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 just like we oh, made okay. plans like we are going to, you know, you know, that thing of like, I want to see you, but we can't leave it to last minute because it just won't happen. So let's name a date. It's like a month ago, we made these plans. Okay. And then like a couple of weeks ago, I'm talking with my parents about when I'm going to see them. And I was like, oh, you guys should come up. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they love a good mall. They grew up near Christiana, right? Christiana is like their favorite thing in the world. Okay. Um, the mall, mall in Delaware. Chris, the, yeah, the, the mall in Delaware, Chris and I used to work at. They love a good mall. Capitalism, great. Um, so they, uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, you'll love it. Like, come up. We'll go to the thing and do this. And I booked that on the 13th, which is the day after. And then I realized like a week later that me and my friend were going the day before. So yeah. I'm just at this mall weekend <laughs> for different reasons. I got the I got the fun side activity stuff on Saturday and then like the shopping day on Sunday. So anyway, Very so nice. anyway, busy week before. That. How much is the ski slope? And do you, is it more than one ride or you just get to do it once and that's it? So this is the huge bummer. Uh, the ski slope had a fire uh, in at the end of last year, and because a of fire, like, 
at a ski park. I think I think one of the like machines, like so there's lifts and stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, to carry people up. I think one of those caught on fire or <laughs> something. So that sounds like a I, I went to I went to book tickets this week and I was like, oh, it says it should be open, but I can't book tickets. And I Googled it and it was like, yeah, it's shut. They haven't been able to fix it because of su- supply oh, chain wow. issues and all this stuff. So like they couldn't get the parts. So it's just like indefinitely closed right now. So we have tickets for the the ice rink and the and the Nickelodeon theme park that's there. Uh, <laughs> biggest a theme park, yeah, a, a legitimate Nickelodeon theme park. The the Western Hemisphere's biggest indoor roller coaster is uh, is in this thing. So I'm excited for that, and that's that's that. So it's gonna be a weird day. It's gonna be a fucking weird. It's gonna weekend. be a really weird day. Tom. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Like going to that and then like going to Best Buy <laughs> and they go to an ice rink. Like it's gonna be fucking weird. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. But maybe not as excited as this I am for this week's Pokemon. Yeah, let's jump into it. Tom, today's Pokemon mm. 314. Last week was a Luma. Uh, was ugh, last week was Volbeat. Can you tell me who today is? I think it might be Illumise. I think that might be who it is. You must have future sight, Tom, because you got oh, it right. Wow. Amazing. All right. Let's talk about Illumise really quick. So if you missed last week's episode or if you forgot because you usually don't pay attention during the Pokemon or maybe you have a memory like Tuna's, you know, he can't. Yeah. You've seen him play a game Either where he's asked questions about things that, attention, were, that we said attention, <laughs> yeah, moments or earlier. Bad memory. Um, it's both, he suffers from both. Volbeat and Lumides are kind of like Nidoran, male, female types. Um, they are both available in both games during this generation. They're not game unique, but the rarity is based on which mm-hmm. game. It's like 85-15% um, of the time for the two Pokemon. Volbeat is the dude. It flies. Lumides does not it's the woman uh, follows the same theme as actual fireflies. There are female fireflies who have wings who are capable of flying, but more often than not, they are not uh, flying there, which also means then they don't typically light up. Um, that's sort of what they do with these Pokemon by you know distinguishing them is more one of the more creative things they've done with the gender differentiations mm-hmm, in uh, mm-hmm, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the interesting thing they did, and it is the part I kind of kept out of it yesterday so as a pair they have some canon information um so with actual male and female fireflies um what they did was instead of like in real life i don't know if we have the exact mechanics for if there's like an inner cooperation but they took the idea of like the male's flying and he's got the light and the female's on the ground and it doesn't and they actually like turn that into sort of like a, a reasoning and so Volby light light up from the sky so that the other Illumise can see it. Mm-hmm. But they're led by Illumise on the ground who emits a pheromone to attract them. So they're actually supposed to be sort of like a femme fatale. Kind of oh, lightning okay. I like yeah. that. And so then they like work in tandem. They communicate through like a pheromone and through the light, like following each other. Uh, so it's sort of a clever thing. It's a... It's really, like, it's not a Pokemon you're generally going to use, especially, like, it's one of these bug types that doesn't have an evolution. I mean, if you're going to compare it to anything in, let's say, a first gen, you've got, like, your, this would be, like, your scissor or your, like, uh, mm. or your pincer. And, like, you're you're not going to pick one of these over those guys. They're far more capable, much cooler looking. Um, I don't even love their design, this Pokemon, but I think 
what they did like lore wise is interesting enough and like that would be a cool thing like imagine we're playing uh pokemon scarlet pokemon violet with the new like open world and how they make the pokemon act like their pokedex entries like imagine if like at night you saw the the volby in the air you'd know there were a lumi somewhere nearby on the ground so you might not be able to see let's like they could make it so that the lumi is like hard to find because maybe it's like always in tall grass so you can't see it as much but mm-hmm. if you spot a Volbeat at night, you'll be able to find the Illumis by running around nearby it. Like, yeah, I, that's a cool I, thing they could do. Definitely hope we get uh, a lot more of that. Definitely one of my favorite uh, kind of meta features about uh, Arceus. Yeah, I loved in Arceus like how every this kind of has something to do with that, but like every time uh, it turned to night in a in an area, it was like completely different Pokemon were out. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that that would be cool. That'll be cool. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah, you'll wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, "Fuck, it's all, it's November. It's Scarlet and Violet Day." Don't don't say that. Actually, I don't want to move that fast because I'll tell you what, Tom. If you're listening to this now, and now being the time in which this comes out, you are experiencing the last dark day of of the year until we change the clocks again. Because we're gonna, so we're gonna lose an hour of of sleep. Oh no, this weekend on Saturday. But okay. that is like the best thing in the world because we get back to the correct time, right. where it's now gonna like the next sunset on Saturday is gonna be at like seven p.m. So are we in savings right now, or we're going into savings? It's about to be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. One of them is. Yeah. One of them is it. One of them is not. I just know that California, we tried to pass a thing and then it, we, we didn't end up doing it. So hopefully we'll do it. Arizona again is like the, next... the only state, right? There's a couple. They states. Yeah, I think there might be one other, too, but they don't change. Man. So like Arizona switches between Pacific and Mountain Time, depending on what I would. Time of the I year was. It is. Um, but yeah, I, we were going to get rid of it and just keep the same time that it is from the spring to the fall, not keep the winter like the like fall that. to the spring time. I was talking with uh, I was on stream at least day doing uh, playing GTA uh, online with the dad gaming and one of the guys on that Ruben he lives in Idaho but he's in the Pacific part of Idaho which I didn't even know was a thing I didn't even know it was possible he kept saying I'm Pacific time so I thought oh he's in California like or maybe he's in Washington state or whatever. And he's like, I'm in Idaho and I was like I don't, I know he has a Pacific time he's like yeah he's like part of the state is in Pacific and um he lives very close to that's wild the mountain time and frequently when they're going out and things like it just jumps an hour like it's yeah. just cr- that that that's is so wild. wild that's stupid yeah they should fix that I- i'm so excited yeah. for it i hate this time of the year when it gets dark so early like over the last month yeah, we're because we're, you know we're getting it, it's almost spring it's like finally started to be lighter it's like tonight it's sunset is starts at like six like it's yeah. not you know it's not five o'clock anymore which is great and then i was like wow i was upstairs right before we started recording it was like 5 45 and i was like man this is this is how light it's going to be an hour from now in like two yeah. days that is yeah. i'm very excited about it it's the best time of the year especially leaving, in la the weather's so nice leaving uh my least favorite thing in the world is like leaving work or something and it's <sighs> and it's pitch black out like, it's like you're like oh i woke up it was dark i went home it was dark <laughs> it's not Sucks. good yeah anyway, it's the worst we'll out of that um especially if you have like seasonal depression it's fucking terrible so cheers to uh 
sunlight. Getting out of that. Cheers yeah. to the sun. Thanks. Cheers to the sun. Big up. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of praising the suns, yeah. maybe speaking of praising the two suns. Yeah. Did you see this Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer? Have you gotten around to watching okay, it? Okay, so I watched it. And then okay. I've and then I looked up. I have such a comprehensive mute list now. And yeah. I've unfollowed a lot of people that like work sure. in entertainment because even if I have a mute list, it's I'll calm. still see their tweets. Um, yeah. I just put them in like lists now. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen some of the controversy around people being unhappy with the representation of some Clone Wars characters in live oh, action really? that are appearing in the trailer. I definitely agree specifically for one of them. I, I still don't agree with people talking about Cad Bane. I thought Cad Bane looked great. Sure, it wasn't like one-to-one one accurate, but also the Clone Wars has a very stylistic representation for characters anyway. What Clone um, Wars character are you talking about? So, or sorry, he's a Rebels character. Star Wars Rebels. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, the brothers and sisters. The, yeah, yeah. The Inquisitor. Inquisitors. So the main Inquisitor mm. looks right. just like it. He kind of looks like... Pin. I think, first of all, it might just be poor casting because he just has a very round, small head. And this character has a very, like, bony, almost like... Like, it's an alien it's race, very, like yeah. John's face. But the thing about it that I actually... This is the only one that I feel like is a legitimate criticism amongst all of these that they've had. It's like, this species by the way has been his alien race has been in star wars before live mm -hmm. action and they don't look just like a dude with like paint on like he does <laughs> so that actually like it's not even close like it's actually like a bit but otherwise i think it looks sick dude i'm really pumped for it yeah i i man you put you put duel of the fates in anything and i'm gonna be like this is the greatest that thing was, ever made. honestly tom in my opinion, that was the biggest mistake Rise Skywalker made by not having that song in it. It was so good in the trailer. And it was how do you not use trailers, it in the fucking? Yeah. How do you not use it in the movie? It would, uh, yeah. But ultimately, it probably would have drawn ire. Like people would have been like, "Oh my god, they sullied the name of, of Jewel of the Fates with this." <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That song is so good. They should put it yeah. in everything. It's it, Jewel of the Fates is fantastic. I mean, the whole the whole music. It's it's the. It's all of the highlights. It's all of the best tracks from the prequels, which has, I put up a poll on Twitter earlier today. that was like, which trilogy has the best music and like prequels one hands down. And I completely mm. agree. Um, not that they all aren't like. Well, I mean, they all <laughs> just build on each other. Yeah, they're all, I mean, they're all intentionally you know, very different. I mean, John it, Williams obviously yeah. like knows what he's doing when it comes yeah. to music. But um yeah when it fucking kicks in i'm like oh my god and because i you know you asked me you're like how you know you were concerned about spoilers and i was like this is a pretty reserved trailer like honestly like visually like not that there's some there's some cool moments obviously but it's the music that makes this trailer and it's a fucking mm. great mix mm. of uh well, I'll say it's not just the music, I think, that makes the trailer like this was the the one show out of all of them that was kind of like, well, do we need it? Right. And then there's a, I've seen a lot of people being like, well, we're retconning like what Obi-Wan said. And it's like, are we are we really? Because he never said I've been on this planet. I've never left it like it's and also like there is the whole like Vader's more machine than man now. How would he know that if he hasn't seen Darth Vader? Like well, I think I think Pete, some people were talking about um, the fact that he might not even know that he's alive still. Yes, that's possible. Because well. I mean, he left yeah. Mustafa. He left Mustafar yeah. at least with the understanding that Anakin was going to be yeah. burnt to a crisp. I don't. 
I don't know canon or I don't know anything beyond that. You know what I mean? But this well, takes place. He does before... show up in Clone Wars. I mean, in Rebels, by the way. There's a scene. But with Rebels, Rebels is after this. Correct. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, there's already like interactions with Obi Wan Kenobi yes. during this time. I mean, obviously yeah. it's after this, but in between. Yeah. So there's already canon things that are like contradict the idea that he's been alone as a hermit for 17 years. Yeah. Which, come on, that's so boring. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. And I mean, it's going to be interesting how. You know, because like my brain kind of shuts off for a lot of the stuff of like, well, surely like they would <laughs> Luke Skywalker, like his name is Skywalker and he's on his home planet living with like Anakin's half brother. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't really think about the fact that like, wouldn't that be like the first place, Jack? But clearly they're, they're going to answer some of this because they're having like Lars confront yeah. um, or be confronted by one of the Inquisitors. So it seems like we're going to try and answer some of this. And I was reading um, Entertainment Weekly put out like a long interview today, which was so cool uh, to read about like them, like going back and doing this uh, and like Hayden Christensen and Obi and Ewan McGregor seeing each other in costume together for the first time. Um, but they were talking about the fact that they had, you know, they had scrapped their original idea for this show and kind of started almost from the ground up. Mm. Um which I know a lot of people are concerned about. And they basically talked about like they wanted it to be, and you see this in the trailer, right? They talk about like hope rises or some shit like that. Um, they wanted it to be a bit more hopeful show, right? They wanted it to be um, not like a huge downer, which I think sure. like the, it sounds like the original scripts were like way more of that. Um, but them, it, it definitely seems like they're trying to explain, figure out a smart way to be like, how do we get from, this Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan to the Alec McGuinness performance and uh that story. So it'll be interesting. And yeah, I'm very i I'm I'm how, how long is this supposed to be into between the two? Ten years. It's like literally like okay. smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. So I think this is actually 19. like right around the start of Rebels, then it'll be uh I think Rebels is like five years prior. I think sure. Rebels. Yeah, I think Rebels starts with Ezra, who is literally born like the same day that Luke was born. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so it's like on Empire Day, you know, it's like the day the Empire was born. Um, oh, that makes sense. Right. Yes. So, so I think I think Ezra might have been either like eleven or thirteen, like somewhere around there. So that would be correct. So it's like just ahead of that. So yeah, uh, God, you got to watch that, Tom. I know. I know. I you're started... gonna you're gonna love it. I, it, I, I, it does yeah. some of it does like one or two of the craziest things in all of Star Wars in it, like sci-fi wise. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's definitely um, it's definitely it's just that thing of like getting through Clone Wars and yeah, you can just skip Clone Wars. Just start with Rebels. It's a separate story. I know, but people love some Clone Wars so much. Yeah. And Ahsoka shows up in. Yeah, rebels. So do other and people. I don't, I don't really know what her deal yeah. is. That that's my thing. Is like I I'm, I'm watching. You got it. You got to catch up on them. Yeah, I know. I really do because get, get broke into it. Does she she likes uh, the Star Wars movies? She she watches it in the background sometimes when I have it on yeah. um going on. But um, what's really funny about um, Ahsoka is like I still don't know. I'm still like, how does what happens to her before revenge? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. 
um it don't don't ruin it but do you no. it's like the is the reasoning for why she's gone in revenge is it like satisfying is it like a good it's annoying but yeah okay it's annoying <laughs> well of course it's, it's like annoying. it's annoying it's because like i uh, this isn't this isn't what i would want to happen yeah right which i feel like is so much of star wars now is like all these things that like they have to do because the the timelines and stuff dictate and you're like fuck i wish like ahsoka was just around from the beginning or what have you yeah 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 it's uh but i think you know then then so many other things would have happened that would didn't happen the way they did and then uh, you know it's uh here we are here we are so all right oh let's, the uh, grand inquisitor this is the grand inquisitor's race one of the uh Utapau, one of yeah. these guys. Oh, doesn't cool. look like the dude in the trailer. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's only it, got a skinny face. It feels face. a little lazy. Um, I'm going to give people that. I, the other ones, I think, not quite as much. But that one, I'm like, you know what? I get why Cad Bane isn't one-to-one. Because it's also, again, it's a cartoon. It's a very, the very specific style where not ever, anyone's really going to look exactly like their person. I was like, the Cat Bane thing is like so fucking close already. Like, it's insane that people are making complaints about it. But that dude just looks like a human with face paint and the aliens straight up look like aliens. Like, they don't really look similar. I actually, when I saw it, when it glimpsed by, I'm like, is this some other guy? And then I had to like stop. I paused. I went back. And I'm yeah, like, oh, fuck, him. this is supposed to be the Grand Inquisitor. I was like, God damn. Um, they also oh, have yeah, a very cool and very stupid lightsaber, all of them. <laughs> I think it's just because, oh, yeah, the spinny one. I don't know why. Yeah. I wonder what their excuse is for why, other than just like, well, it's it's different. Well, I think um, part of it's supposed to be like, you know, this is that's like the Sith that you're just like, use technology, make yourself more power. Like, it's just like it's a cheap, fast way to be like more dangerous, yeah, right? Enough. It's less elegant, but it's <laughs> it's a quick... more civilized age. Uh, yeah, I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of this this guy. I think the problem is that he they didn't have him shave his head like he's clearly like wearing a bald cap because it's yeah, why don't they just have a prosthetic his head should be taller yeah i would say just like build it up a little yeah. bit like just put more prosthetics on but it's clear that they just like put yeah. a thing over his head and it just like looks like unnaturally bulbous yeah it, it looks sure, like pinhead it's I'm fine sure, i'm sure it'll look yeah i'm sure it'll look fine uh it's also. fine it's not a character that i care about that much i was just like this doesn't actually look close. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't even look close. Um, so uh, I will say this is going to be a shorter episode, Tom. Obviously, oh, we should just hit a start just because um, Tuna got hurt. He has tendonitis from lifting the baby too much. And Dan did tell us he wasn't <laughs> going to be here this week, but I forgot. And I was thinking it was a oh, different I completely, week. I, completely, I just totally forgot. it, So yeah. we didn't uh, plan ahead to get a guest or anything. So um that being said because tom was away i was away this weekend as well i got to meet tuna's baby this weekend yes i got to meet the little one um she was very cute we had a good time uh i will say i got to go into alex's room downstairs it's very weird seeing that room that i've seen now on zoom for like a year and then being in that space and it if it like I thought it was a much bigger basement than I thought it was. It's basically everything you see on camera. Yeah. And then, and but I've like I'd never seen the, the side where his gaming stuff was. Like he's yes. always just looking that way. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. what's over there? What's over there? Um, we played a little bit of local Smash Bros. 
That was pretty fun. Did a little smash. I had to use a pro controller because I didn't bring my GameCube controller. And yet, I still won on Final Destination, no items, which is the only one that matters. Congrats. Yeah, thank that you. That is the only one that matters. Yeah. yeah. Alex would be glad that I brought it up. He told me. He was like, make sure everyone knows that you beat me in my own home. In my own Super Smash Brothers. That's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was really fun getting to see the little one. And I brought Alex. Remember that picture that you took? The that we all took at the Jeff Ramsey pop up party. Oh god, yeah. So I had kept that in a tube for him because he was like, oh "I bring my this god, home with the me." Actual print. Yeah, he was like, "I'd bring That's this home hilarious. with me because I kept one." And he was like, "I'd take it home with me, but I have no way to get it there." And I was like, "Well, I was like, I'll save it for you. Bring a tube the next time you came." He didn't bring a tube the next year. So I'm, I just I'm kept I'm it. Grab something that I'm gonna show you. Um, so what I did next was I put it in a tube when I got one for a poster that I had ordered. Uh-huh. And then right before I was leaving, I remembered, oh my God, I have that fucking picture that I've been holding on to for four years now in my garage. And I had left it out so it wouldn't be hard to get to. And so I got it. I brought it to him. He couldn't believe that I was bringing him this inside i didn't realize was also a copy of the jeff ramsey photo and he was like well i don't need this can you take this and i was like well no you 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 keep it you can give it to tom when you see him i was like i'm not taking this back on the plate <laughs> he could have one, one of the one of the things that i still have from him that um is his uh is another one of these and it is an Aiden Coldwell dying like two Oh statue. my god. So this is mine. This is the one that I was given, but he he didn't have any room to pack his on the way home from E3 in, 3 years ago. Um so I still have his and I remember when I moved the first time um out to uh move in with Brooke, I sent him a picture of the box <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, do you do you still want this?" and he's like, uh, he was like, oh, but don't don't get rid of it. I was like, fine, I'll hold on to it still. So I just got the next time I show up, bring bring this to him. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. There we go. I'm gonna put that right there. That's so good. I told I told uh you know we've had uh wow I just Rihanna on the show before. I told Rhi because yeah. she had me grab her when we had E3 2019 those Borderlands custom posters that we got. Yes. And so I still have that in a folder here for her. I was like, I still have these, by the way. She was like, shit, I need to get those from you. I was like, I guess I'll just keep them in this folder. (laughs) I mean, I have a place for them to go right now, which is fine. So it's not in the way. Same with that damn tube of tunas. But I remember when you stole that picture of Jeff Ramsey, you were like, I took one of these too, because we were all loaded. Oh, yeah, we we had had one. We were all so drunk from that party. That was a great party. It was a great party. Um, Man, we need E3 to come back yeah yeah we need e3 to come back pax east is happening next month i i have a press pass for it i don't know if i'm gonna go but yeah not with Um, the ba2 showing up (laughs) well we'll we'll see about that yeah we'll We'll just see about everything um yeah um uh speaking of things we've watched me and brooke started uh severance which I know Dan has mentioned this new oh, yeah. TV show. We're gonna start that tonight. So we finished after party last night. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's Sick. it's so. How good. dark is it, or is it fun? Because I can't tell what it's supposed to be. It's like. it's dark. It's definitely dark, but the moments, the moments where it's meant to be funny are are really funny. And there is a character, you know, the guy who is uh, 
he's like now just like the bystander that says funny things in the MCU. So he was in Shang-Chi, he was on the bus and he was like, I'm, I'm live streaming this fight and I did some karate as a kid. So I'm kind of going to be commentate. And he's like the, the big, big, big husky black guy. And he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. He's like, do a flip, Spider-Man. He's in it and he is fucking hilarious in this show. Um, so no, it's definitely funny. And, um, but it is, it's dark. It's definitely dark. Um, but when, so the, the, obviously the concept is you don't have memories of your home life when you're at work and you don't have memories of your work life when you're at home, but the, all of the stipulations of that, like, well, if you don't remember being home ever, you are at work all the time. And that is the second persona. And like, I mean, it, it, it sounds awesome. It sounds very yeah. Black Mirror. It sounds like a little oh, yeah. it's uh, better Eternal than... Sunshine. It's also like yeah. a twist on like a Jekyll Hyde thing where like you don't know what the other person's doing. But in yeah. this way, like you signed up to do that. Right. Yeah, it's... it's. Would you or, do this if given no, the option? Absolutely, absolutely not. Watch After watching this show, absolutely I'll be honest not. with you though. There's a part of me that's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I got to watch the show first. I don't know. I mean... Does he know what his job is? So the whole thing is, is like, they don't really know what they do. Um, And like, they have, even when they're at work, like what they do is kind of hidden from them. Um, And like, kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, you'll see when you watch it, but even them at work don't really know what they do. Yeah. Um, And like, they have theories at work of like, one of the guy, not only do they have theories of what they do, uh, Uh, but they also have theories of like life on the outside world because they have no idea what life on the outside world is like. So like one guy thinks it's, or he jokes or something. He's like, I think it's like the apocalypse. And I think like we're in a post-apocalyptic world and like the world outside is dead. And we're like this company trying to like save the world. They have no idea. So it, it, it's awesome. Got to watch. Yeah, like, that's I'm the weird part for me is like, I sort of understand how it could work where like, I mean, obviously, I, you don't because it, none of it's even possible. But I, right. I get the concept of like, oh, while you're here, you won't remember anything. But to not know who you were outside of the job, it's like, how would that part be possible? Because then, like, aren't you just like a potato once you like start the job part? Well, they, they kind of go into all of okay, that. Yeah. okay, all right, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, they, right, they really tell deep into any. Any kind of question or like interesting little thread that spins off of this like basic concept, like the the show kind of addresses and like has like interesting dialogue around. Yeah, um, no, I'm I'm very into it. It's very me. I'm very very about it. Oh yeah, um, how many episodes is it? Uh, it's it's so far there's five out. I think we've only watched three. Uh, but there's only five episodes out right now. I think eight is probably going to be the total. Hopefully, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but no, this is this is on you, Jam. Um, but yeah, other than that, I haven't really um, done anything else. Went away this past weekend. Oh, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Triangle Strategy. Okay. Well, then before we get into games, I have one oh, more sure, off-topic thing, and then we can jump Absolutely. into Triangle Strategy because I do want to hear about it. Um, I have one other quick thing. I got. Oh, the Spindrift Blood Orange. Yes. Okay, so there is currently an orange mango flavor. And I have to tell you, as someone who Mm -hmm. loves oranges and loves mango, Mm. I don't really like it. 
Mm. I've tried it. I've tried it on more than one occasion. Okay. Maybe I've just had multiple poor batches of it. But I find personally that the amount of juice they put in it is so low that it doesn't taste sweet like an orange or a mango. And mm. it just kind of tastes like bitter. Like it almost tastes like, you know, like the fruit near the rind part where you're not getting right. like the sweet part of it. This blood orange tangerine is exactly what it should have tasted like. Ooh. This is so good. It's much lighter, much sweeter. It's a little citrusy. So there's like a little bit of acidity. I'd say like less acid than the lemon, less acid than the lime. So it's smoother than both of those, but there's still like, you know, citrusy. Um, I'd say it's my third flavor favorite behind those two. Those are my top two. This I would put right at number three. Which is number one? Um, I mean, the tr my true number one is the lemon lime combo. Okay. But uh, of single flavors, because you have to buy that. That's like the variety pack. Right. Um, lemon then lime. Okay. Yeah. I, I go back and forth. They're like almost tied. Like I'll buy, I'll drink a shit ton of lemon and then I'll just drink like a case of lime. And then, you know, it's like, they're equally good. This is just as good. Like this is by far for me, the best flavor. I like it hands down more than any other flavor, except for those two. Like there's like a, there was always a gulf. There was those two flavors. And then there's like a, like a nice little jump to the next one. Mm. This one is like right up at the top. It is. delicious oh my god patreon.com forward slash unranked podcast and see that ad we're not getting paid for <laughs> uh, hey you know what's funny so I, I signed up like for their drifter thing right um they ended up sending me two cases back to it yes one which i'm very excited so we're gonna gift one is what you're saying we're gonna give one away no you'll be able to buy this on they uh <laughs> you'll be able to buy this online <laughs> this is my you, we would have only done a giveaway Tom, if kristen liked the flavor guess is Almost seven dollars and fifty cents in LA yeah, right how now. Much the shipping is yeah. That? I ain't yeah. shipping this for, to no. to anyone. <laughs> I got uh, I re I filled up on gas. Uh, I didn't really need to, but um, we I, I filled up. You guys on have gas. a car? Yeah, we we got a. My parents gave me that old car. When oh, we, okay, um, cool. When we moved to Jersey, yeah. So we, oh, we do drive it. Yeah, we have it. It's fun. It's great having it. Um, but now it's like oh, gas. So it was it shot up to 429, which is the highest I have ever seen it in my life. Yeah, wait here, for in, tomorrow. here in America, uh, <laughs> here in America at least, uh, in England, you're paying that's like that's nothing. Like, I know that's the other yeah. thing. It's like we pay another, but you know, we also yeah. do everyone has to drive. We here, drive so way just... more, especially in California, especially in LA. Yeah. So I, I filled up, I we went to Target and I was like, I'm gonna get it now before it becomes obscene. I don't know how far it's just gonna get higher for a while. Yeah, for I mean, literally. Time like i had someone send it to me 6.99 this morning and then by the afternoon i saw people posting like 7.35 7.50 like so it's uh Jeez. it's very high very high gas yeah. but i mean look we work from home we fill yeah, up we fill God. up our tank this is yeah. why i sold my car we fill up our tank every three weeks yeah you know like like maybe more than once a month yeah so no same. it's not gonna do we're, anything to me it sucks sucks for drivers yeah uber drivers stuff like that i don't know if oh they're gonna God. start like i, I mean obviously how. these fucking companies could pay to subsidize all of their gas the gas yeah but they won't so instead they're just gonna end up raising the prices hopefully or they'll just let these drivers make way less money which is the more likely scenario 
So if you do take a ride share and it doesn't seem like you're being upcharged, you give them a good fucking tip. Because I took I took a bunch of Ubers and I made sure to give them a bunch of good tips because I was like, this sucks for you guys. (laughs) I had a hundred dollar fucking Uber from LAX to my house at uh, (laughs) at three thirty in the morning because my plane was stuck on the tarmac twice. I was just coming back. Yeah, God, yeah. I wasn't Um, having trees come get me for that. That sucked. (laughs) Um. Yeah, no, I, so we so I filled up and but we're we're going me and Brooke the following weekend, the weekend after my birthday, we're we're also we're gonna take a little weekend away. And I'm like, oh, we're probably gonna be out of gas when we get back from that. Yep. Good luck. So anyway. At least it's not the funny thing is like this isn't even a gas shortage. No. Like we export just, more oil than we import. Like yeah. This is just greedy greed. companies. That's yep. all it's it is. Greed. Just, no matter how many uh Brandon stickers people put on those gas station pumps. It's just greed. <laughs> I saw one of those. Uh, I saw a Let's Go Brandon uh, memorabilia or whatever in 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 in, in real life for the first time. It's so dumb. People are like, so fucking stupid. We were, we were with we were with like it, my friend pointed out. He's like, oh my god, there's a Let's Go Brandon thing. <laughs> and my other friend like hadn't heard about. He was like, yeah, I've heard of Let's Go Brandon, but I don't. He's like, so something to do with Joe Biden, and I'm like, yeah. It's them being too chicken shit to say fuck you, Biden. And it just, it's like a slant rhyme or a, you know, like, let's go, Brandon, fuck, you know, explaining that. And he was like, you're serious. He's like, you're fucking with me right now. That's what it is. And I'm like, yeah, that's it, bro. Or they think it's clever. Oh, of course they think it's clever. They think it's clever. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, (sighs) it's so dumb. Um, Let's talk about triangle strategy because I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. When I was on that plane, you were like, thank God. First of all, thank God it had Wi-Fi. So I was just browsing TikTok for hours. Um, <laughs> but I was sitting there like, I wish I had my Switch, which I didn't bring because Truce is going to play Animal Crossing while it's gone. Time to get another Switch. Uh, and I wish I had the Steam Deck. I was just kept thinking, oh, man, yeah. if I had a Steam Deck, I could be playing Elden Ring right now. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Elden Ring first because you've been playing it. I feel like. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I sent this to Tuna. You saw the X screen. The reviews came out on the X screen for the Series S. Oh, the yes. Yeah. It's like the, one of these old school, like you pop yeah, the display. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's so sick because the Series yeah, S is I've so small. I wish it, I had yeah. that. Um, all right. So Elden Ring, I'm I'm still not super far because I went away over the weekend. Um, I flew back home to New York. I did a 40 out hour like turnaround. It was nuts. Um I love talking to people about this game because I learned things that I hadn't yet picked up in the game or, or knew about. Um, so I didn't know about the Y menu, for instance. I somehow hadn't noticed there was like the Y, like you hold down the, oh, y the button. sub menu. I didn't you, know about yeah. the Y sub menu. Uh, but again, I'm not that far in, but I didn't. And then I was talking to my cousin and he's put like 50 hours into it. He's Strong. like, you know, he's a kid. He's, he gets to play all the time. And he asked me, you know, we both picked astrologer and he was like, he was like, so you're dual wielding. Right. And I was like, well, I was like, no, I haven't come across any like dual. So I figured, so I knew there were like classes that have dual swords. So I figured like I would have to get like a set of swords. I didn't think about the fact that almost like an assassin's creed, like you have single handed swords and two, I didn't, I didn't know. So he was like, he was like, some well, swords, you- some swords are, um, like you can double up 
Right. I had, I didn't, I didn't know. So I figured there'd be like some kind of thing to tell me that at some point. And he was like, no, from the start, he was like, if you're the astrologer, you should just dump your shield and put the staff because there's no charge for the staff anyway. So that way you have your ranged attack and your close combat ready to go. And I was like, I can do that. (laughs) So it was like, I was so pumped when I got back home, I did that. And I got to tell you like this one little cave that I was just like getting killed by these, I, I'm I'm terrible with the names of anything. I don't really pay attention to any of them. Sure, I don't no. know really what's happening in the story. If I'm being That's honest totally with fine. you, um, yeah. but they're sort of like little gremlin-y creatures. Like they'll cling to the walls, and then they'll drop down. Oh yeah, in the uh, that kind of like uh, gargoyles, like you're in, yeah. the, in the dungeons, right? Yeah, the, I'm in like a dungeon cave. Yeah, yeah. Um, those little fucks kept killing me because I'd have to get too close with the sword or like, cause I, if I hit them with the range magic, like I'm running out of, I'm running out of magic. So that I can't, I can't use it all. I had to like be sparingly. The second I doubled up on it, I went through that cave. I was slaughtering them. It was yeah. great. It was so much easier. I had no idea that I could do that. Yeah. Um, I don't have a map yet still. Okay. So you haven't found the, you haven't found the, the like the area map for the so like like i like i could go so to my map really gone off the beaten path you haven't like you haven't done any of the you're like fuck the guiding light i don't actually think... know what like what i'm supposed to do all i know is tom so i'm like level 11 i think right now because okay. i'm just i'm just like killing things grinding around i the problem is i i keep not getting more than like 45 minutes to play straight and mm. so i'd never feel confident enough to like try and do like anything focused um because of that reason like i don't want to try and like do a story thing or a dungeon thing and then i have to stop because i don't have enough time to play it so i am just like dicking around like exploring the map but yeah like i know i need this map man like i need to be able to like see well so you i mean it's it's (laughs) it is very close so you know the 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 sites of grace have the guiding lights yeah okay so like the second one of those what you you go to the church and then that points you to the next one okay that the church is like one, the starting place right yeah the church is like yeah, one of the near fl- the asshole on the horse you, that you I, step I out kill. yes yes you step out there's a, a great uh, side of grace in front of you that points you to the church yeah and then the church points you to another thing which is meant to be like your first like encampment or like cluster of enemies to take out yeah that place is where the map is the, I must have just area. gotten past this. If you look, I, I've gone past, uh, like I got, like I have like the the wolf summon, and I have like the multiplayer thing, and like I've talked to the guy, I've done the upgrades, but I I must have just went right past it. Yeah, it's very easy to obviously like get lost in this. Um, I do want to, uh, if you if you are in an area, right? Because this one, the first one, is very easy to kind of find because it's like right by like the next like story yeah. mission or whatever. But if you're in a new area, you will see on the map that is because it's grayed out, right? Like you have the map. It's just not filled in. Correct. Yeah. Stuff. I'm just not able to see the geography. So I'm able there to see are, markers. There are, there are um, the, the gray, even the grayed out area. You can look. There will be little obelisk um, icons, like yeah. kind of like faded, but um, still on the map. If you put a marker, you can press A on the map to like put like a pinpoint like in in Breath of the Wild that in the real world will be like a beam of light. Um, those little obelisks that you see on the map, 
those are where you find the that because the map to find a map of a new area you go up to like yeah like a stone obelisk and there's an item there so those obelisks are marked on the map before you have anything okay so even the first one is very easy to find but even after that if you're like i just want to like run to wherever the map is for the area i'm in just look on that find the outline of this like rectangular obelisk and put a marker go right there all right so i have some i have some questions i'm gonna throw your way throw them so um are there better mounts in the game or is this my mount this is it all right that's fine because it's a very good mount he's a good boy you know <laughs> it comes whenever i want it's great i was just hoping maybe like they're like a, i want to ride a dragon or something cool uh i, I don't like i mean that. maybe maybe at some point you get to do that but no there is no i figured it wouldn't because it just feels mechanical yes you know? it is yeah uh it's just kind of like hey you want to get around faster here you go uh <laughs> you know um my my other big question with this is uh when should i start to focus on actually trying to like play the game like like am i gonna be hitting a wall like i, I think i'm probably about to run out of areas i can explore where i'm not gonna just be dead within seconds is my concern here um yeah i mean i i think you just kind of feel it out um like listen to what your your heart's telling you kind of thing um i think that's the best way to play the game you will once you've explored that main area you can go south to this place called like the weeping peninsula which is like just be- like below the the area like um where you where you step out yeah um that is definitely like a harder area but like you can totally tackle it before doing any more main stuff but once that's done the only other place you can go that isn't north towards the uh main boss and stormvale castle which is where like to continue story stuff is happening the only other place to go is east which is like much tougher okay much tougher okay so you're and it's gonna be like you're gonna get there and the vibes are gonna be like this sucks like it's an arid desert it's red the sky turns like a blood red things are on fire everything it's like going to like mount the the doom mountain and yeah it's yeah it's kind of like going to mordor it it, it literally feels like going to mordor and lord of the rings okay you're like i don't want to be here well also like breath of the wild remember like you go to the volcano and it's like the area itself wants to kill you let alone all the enemies there have like armored up and shit (laughs) yeah it's very much like that and that's kind of like all right i should probably go focus on some some story stuff but yeah i just feel it out man like i um there was a ton, there's a ton of stuff like in the Weeping Peninsula that I was like, oh, I kind of want to, I want to go to the castle. Like I want to go to yeah. the castle and do that. So I think just uh, feel whatever feels right. I wouldn't stress about finding absolutely everything in a spot. Oh God, I'm not trying to at all. I'm mostly okay. like, I'm playing it a little bit like I did Breath of the Wild, where in Breath of the Wild, I literally didn't do any of the beasts for so long. I went... <laughs> Like Breath of the Wild, I went and I unlocked every tower before I did any beast. Like mm. I just, I, I was like, I just want to see as much of the map as possible before I even start playing the game. So I'm just running around, but I have to do it like really sneaky because I'm a weak little bitch in this game right now. I'm gonna <laughs> die. I die. Oh, I mean, I have you killed that guy on the horse? Yeah, the tr- the tree sentinel. Yeah, yeah, 
now I have. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you're not. Okay. You're definitely not meant to fight him. The well, I've fought him out. like twenty times, and then I was like, you know what? I don't <laughs> think this. I can beat him if I wanted no. to. I'm not no. taking any health off. <laughs> it, de- it definitely also helps, like, be on your own uh, horse for that fight as well. Well, um, no, I've gone back. Right now, I got oh, my so horse, still struggling, and then I got gotcha. a bow and arrow, and then I was like, I'm gonna fight him again. Let's say, <laughs> it's like, not still losing. Okay. Um, I think the most fun thing that happened today when I was playing was um i was down like in the beach area uh yeah it's like there's one like right by that's the church i Mm -hmm, guess right mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. i didn't even realize that i had come around back from the church because i had gotten really far forward because i was at the caves and then like came out and i went down to the beach there's this like tall giant thing uh i didn't want to fight it today because i knew it was going to just kill me so i went down to the beach there are these just like jump pads what's going on Oh, the with the <laughs> like, like the air. Yeah, what is this? I and was like, like the game. Horse? The game so far has mostly felt like very Middle Earthy, and then suddenly mm-hmm. there was just straight up just like a jump pad, where I get on it and my horse is just jumping like vertical, one hundred and fifty feet into the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck? It was like something out of Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm sure that. There is some kind of law explanation as to why, but yeah, it's great when you do. Them. I think I think it was um, they said it was like a hot springs and it was like a the hot geyser of air. So when you jump, right. it'll rise you up. I was like, right. but when I saw that, I have to say I'm having like a little bit of like I wish I wish this was Breath of the Wild, only in the um I'm enjoying the exploring so much again, and I'm doing it. In a way that, like, as incredible as Assassin's Creed was, I didn't enjoy that exploration. And this comes back, and I know you're going to be annoyed to hear me say this, but I think the lack of, like, the jump button and the lack of, like, it's, like, auto-climbing. Like, it was since, like, they took everything away from you mobility-wise in Assassin's Creed, and it's so automated. I found it really boring. This, the exploration, is really fun, but it's just missing climbing, man. Like, I wish I could just climb, especially because the way I can jump down things and like land on stuff. And like, I'm not, I don't have to worry about like damage really, like in the same way. Like, I'm not, like, I've, I've made some really like daring drops so far and been fine. Like, I've been able to survive always. Um, just let me climb. Like, let me get, let me just start going right up that cliffside. There's, uh, if you get on the horse, you can be a little bit creative with it. Ooh, and like, like a little mountain goat, like just climbing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, you can do a lot of that with, oh. with the, there's definitely some areas where I'm like, I don't know if I was meant to be able to get up to here or if, um, and there's definitely like, uh, like, um, in the next big area that's like past the main boss, there is a, um, basically it splits off into two so there's a valley in the middle and then Mm -hmm. there's kind of like raised mountain areas the next area is like the most incredible thing you've ever seen and when you step through so there was this thing and i was trying to do this thing on the um on the right side and get up to there was an item in a church that i had to get and i was trying to get to it but i was like meeting a cliff wall uh uh like a sheer wall and i was like trying to use the horse to mountain goat my way up it amazing over but it just wasn't working i was like okay there has to be another way around and i was like oh if i double back and go down and i go into the valley it eventually like there's a ramp off 
from the valley around the back and I can get to the church that way. And I did it once and I got like very close to the church and I died, but I hadn't run into any sites of grace or anything. So like I, ha- I like sprung back where I started and it was so far. I was like, oh, there has to be another way. And I looked at the map and I was like, oh, on the other side of the valley, I have a side of grace and I just have to cross the valley. So I, I started at, at that side of grace and I came up and there was like the rocks that are jutting out. And I climbed up my horse and there was one rock on one side. There was the valley that was like, if I fall into that, I'm dead. And then there was basically like an opposing rock on the other side that you're met, like is just close enough that if you double jump with the horse, you can get to it. And I was being so stubborn because I was like, even if I die doing this 10 times, it's going to be quicker than the long trick I had been doing to get to this spot. And I was yeah. just like trying to fucking make just this jump with the get there. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a lot of fun things like that. There's I like that, of- though. Yeah, 100%. Um, Anytime I can like put myself it feels very Skyrim. Like Skyrim some- had yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, that's dope, though. I love yeah. that. It- it's making me very in a weird way. It's making me excited for Breath of the Wild, too. Um. Yeah while i'm still enjoying it i'm not like out on it in any way something that surprises me all the time about the game though are the enemy animations whenever i see enemies especially because they always look weird like the way they attack or the way they kind of like come to life when they recognize you especially like there's so many that are like strange shapes whether it's just like a ball of tentacles or it's a dragon or it's like looks like it's like a natural thing and then it Mm -hmm. you know like an animal kind of comes out of it like uh it's very surprising to me because it seems like I don't really see anyone talking about that part of it so much. Just like how different all the enemies move and look and act. Um, I, it seems I mean, I'm not aware of Dark Souls like I haven't played them, but like I feel like Dark Souls was a lot from what I remember, like classical where this feels more like weird with the enemies. No, there's no, definitely they're a both ton just of, as this weird. is pretty okay. this is pretty traditional. I mean, okay, it's it's kind of that thing of in the earlier areas, you're going to run into more traditional humanoid characters, right? Because there's these just like these soldiers. Yeah, but uh, there's so many that aren't too, and they're so right. I think that this game, the reason that you're running into all that stuff is obviously because like it's more open world, so you're yeah. just able to like go. But like if you were main pathing it, right? If you were going from um if you just did like the the main path that wants you in a Stormvale castle, like you're mostly just going to run into those uh, more just like human em- enemies. Um, so I think it's it the reason that it's surprising is maybe because you're exploring more and seeing more of the stuff. But no, that this is there's nothing in this game that to me wouldn't exist in a Dark Souls game. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, I love it. It's a great game. Uh, I just need more time to play it, which I will this weekend. I'm planning yeah. on just like dedicating like Saturday to playing this game. Very nice. Which is going to be awesome and frustrating, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Tom, Triangle Strategy, talk to me yeah, about it. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm six or seven hours into the game. I've basically hit the, so the premise of the game is that there are these three nations. One controls all of the iron. Uh, they live up in the okay. mountains. So the, the earth other, nation. 
they're called Ace Frost or something like that. Yeah, Earth Nation. Well, they're all kind of, there's no like elemental stuff. One is iron. <laughs> the other it controls salt. They are more of like a- um, It's also the Earth Nation. Yeah, but it's the- Oh, uh, this is more This is more um, the Mad Max. Beat. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but th- this is definitely like more like based on like, so the, the, the I, I would say that the, the Ace Frost are, who control the iron are like a Viking-esque oh, design. Cool. Oh, yeah. The uh, Hyzant, who control the salt, they are more of like a Middle Eastern kind of, you know, lots okay. of like cloth and head head garb and stuff like that. And then you play uh, uh, the a lord, a young lord from Glenbrook. And Glenbrook uh, is more of like a... Um, uh, uh, like uh, the stocks in the in the sense of like traditional English kind of Got thing, military dark ages stuff, and you control the the rivers. So the idea being that if they all work together, all the nations can prosper. But there was this thing called the Salt Iron War, where everyone was fighting over resources. That was in the past. Um, you play as. Uh, the uh, yeah, this young lord who is basically his his father serves the king of Glenbrook. His father was a part of the people that ended the Salt Iron War, mm-hmm. and basically, yeah, there's this there's this te- there's this like temporary peace that is currently lasting between the three nations, and it is for the most part, I will say, uh, surprisingly, just um, a tell your own adventure. Like it's it's a lot of dialogue and text, um, and then the actual gameplay part is like the ta- like it's tactics, right? It's tactics instead of turn based, which um, was Octopath the previous game. But it's great. The story is awesome. Uh, it feels kind of like my first Game of Thrones. That there's not as many factions involved. There aren't as many names or events to remember, but there's still quite a few. And but it's good. It's easy to follow, you know, because. Everything's pretty simply named yeah. like the Salt Iron War, and everyone looks different from each other. You immediately know when someone's from one nation or the other. And I would say that, yeah, the especially now as I'm at the point where, okay, things are starting to like kind of go downhill and unravel, and the peace is starting to kind of hit a rough rough patch. Uh, like I'm kind of very much engrossed, and I think the characters are all very good and interesting. The How is like the UI stuff? Because in a game like this, that is like turn-based strategy and, you know, it's like HD 2D. So, you know, it's it's all text-based. I'm assuming there's a ton of dialogue, ton of menus. Mm-hmm. Is it like fast text scrolling? Is it like you have to keep mashing the A button sometimes? Like what is what is that experience like? So that's the game, sometimes slow. So the, game, so the game has, for the most part, fully voice acting. Wow. Um, yeah, it's surprising. The only times there aren't are like before... Um, before like a battle or before like a major story beat, you can like explore an area and like search for items and talk to locals to get, you know, the people in the area to get kind of like inside information because uh, your choices like very much matter in this game. So, you know, you want to get as much information as possible. And like, if you don't know, if your character doesn't know certain things, certain like dialogue options will be unavailable and things like this. So the only times that aren't voice acting is when you're kind of moving around the village to like 
pick up items and do stuff like that. But otherwise, like all of the cutscenes are fully voiced and the voice acting is fantastic. So I'm kind of mashing the A button, but at the same time, like I am waiting until the voice acting is done. Sure. Um, because I'm kind of just watching it like a show, which is really cool. And uh, I've been doing like going on the treadmill and just like kind of yeah. playing and watching. That's a good game great. for that turn base. It's a fantastic game for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I would say like UI and stuff is is pretty, and it's yeah, and there, there aren't it, so far. It isn't too deep or complex in terms of like all the things you can do. One of the things I really like about uh, in terms of like equipping certain things and leveling up, and you know, it's not like Elden Ring where you'll where you're like oh i didn't even know that i could do this like this sub y menu you know there yeah. isn't any of that which is great one of the things that i really like is like it's not only your choices matter but you travel with a party of like eight people and you if you are about to um like one of the first choices is you you guys are from glenbrook your first choice is are you going to go visit the uh, is frosty people up north or are you going to head east to go visit Hyzant? And if you do one, you're not doing the other. And instead of it being like, I choose to do that, you have to convince the members of your party to your side. You have to sway them with dialogue options and then mm. everyone votes. And whatever the vote is, is what you do. So it's a little bit of a twist on that. I well, will say. So that's, remember that game I was playing last year? It might still be in Game Pass. Fuck, I wish I could remember the name of this game. Um, but there were two forms of combat. There was dialogue combat and there was uh, regular combat. Familiar. Um, this seems like a pared back version of that. But there were, were ways that like you would try to influence a decision in the game. And then depending on how you did. Uh, but that actually used it as a form of combat, which was very cool. That's that's dope. I like that. That's a good hook. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I, I will say the first one, I'm hoping, I haven't come up to any of these other major decisions, uh, although I, there's definitely some small stuff here and there, but the ones where like you're voting, I will say I found it very easy to sway the side to what I wanted, but I definitely kind of got the feeling of like, later in the game, it's not going to be as black and white of what you need to say or do to make this happen. And or... Maybe they just found a clever narrative way instead of giving you a decision as to what to do. They like are obfuscating like, hey, what would you like to happen in the story next as like sway this conversation in the way you want it to go. Right, you don't. Yeah. Because even I if think, that's I the think case, it'll be a mix. that's yeah. still better. That's still better than just like a menu that pops up. What do you want to happen? Like, yeah, that totally. would happen in most games. No, I, I even even if it doesn't get much more complicated than that, um, I. Uh, uh, like I'm still gonna enjoy the game. Like I don't necessarily yeah. need it to do that, but it would be cool if there was the multiple layer of later on. Like, not only do I not know what I want to do, but I don't even know how to start convincing these people. Like, you know, how I'm getting. So, like the multiple uh, layer of not only do I have to make the choice, but now I have to convince these people, and I don't know the best way to go about this, or I have to be very careful and really think about it. I am hopeful that it goes in that direction but even if it remains pretty bare bones and simple like i think the story is like good enough and yeah. like solid enough and yeah i'm going to uh hopefully i'm gonna when brooke and i go away next weekend i'm not i'm just gonna take the switch and play that while we're away so nice yeah i have a recommendation for you to to mm. for your trip how long is your drive 
uh less than two hours i think this is good this is good you can get like a good chunk of this done i would suggest you download uh oh you saw hamilton live yes oh okay it's a great show great show live <laughs> it's amazing it was good it was amazing when i saw it um i listened to it i started an audiobook tune and i've been talking about this book because we both uh read his other two books i got the audiobook because i was traveling um you know so i was like perfect i'm gonna save it for the trip he's on the plane uh andy weir's new book so he is responsible martian, for the martian right? yes right. so this new book is awesome it's much more science fiction than that one was but the way he comes at communicating the ideas of the science in it are still very much the same the way that like they come at the way the world would respond to things, et cetera. It's all very much in the same vein of like, he clearly was like consulting with people. He was clearly put in the right work. So it feels, you know, it's like, it feels like hard science fiction in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, even though it's very, it's, it's more fantastical than his other projects have been. Um, I fucking love it. I'm halfway through it right now. It's really, really, really good. Uh, Tuna finished it. I believe he loved it. Um, Highly recommend. It's called Project Hail Mary. Gotcha. It's really awesome. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. I um, because I listened to the one he wrote before this. I thought you were gonna mention that um, Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. Did you listen to that one? Yeah, it was good. I thought it was good. It wasn't yeah, nearly it was good. as good as The Martian. This one I'm enjoying like almost as much as The Martian. Okay. So like it's it's awesome. It. I will say this, and this isn't a a, a giveaway because it's literally how the book opens anyway. It has like an amnesia storyline, at least that it begins with. Like it has a sort of like the main character doesn't know what's going on, doesn't remember who he is kind of a thing. But Lord, the, uh, uh, Lord and Miller directing the, the film adaptation. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just thinking this would be a main, great. Main oh, my character. God. That sounds awesome. I love that. Well, then. It, I. Uh, if you ask me, Tom, top five things I don't want to see in a movie or TV show amnesia is in like my top three sure i have yet to see it's done well and this is the first time i've i've honestly this can be i can honestly say this is the one time i can remember where i like think it's a great plot point and it's because of the way they do it with the main character it's not going to last the whole thing so it's not like you're just waiting for him to remember something and that's the whole fucking story um and he doesn't like lose the thing that makes him special, which is that he's smart. It's like part of the problem with like Captain Marvel is like she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know how to use her abilities. Like she loses herself, which is like the thing that made her like good. And so she's like kind of like dull the whole movie because she has no like like character to her to her. Mm-hmm. You know, she has like no charisma she, because she can't. She's sort of like this like empty vessel in a way. I'm definitely um, excited to hear your thoughts on Severance because obviously, like them forgetting, <laughs> right? But this is that's a different take yeah. on it, right? Like Eternal Sunshine, I guess I would say it's like the closest thing that I've liked to it, but that's different. That's like self-selective. The person's still who they are. The problem right. that I have with it is the people often aren't the person they're supposed to be. Not that they just like forget the thing, and that's the thing that sucks about it. With this, they use it like it's a puzzle, like it's like a mystery, mm. and he's like un- trying to solve it. Right. Um, and they kind of actually it's kind of just used as a way to like bring you into what's happening in the events of the world. So it's like a very smart uh, way of doing it. It's really good. Highly recommend it. Want to talk about some uh, news? Yeah, I'm going to download it right now because I think I have oh, yeah. some audible credits. Perfect. It's great. And it's a great audiobook. Like 
just like The Martian is a book that works really well as an audiobook, I'd say this does just as well. Not a lot of news, but we're going to cover it anyway. Tom, what would you say the number one story of this week is? If you like JRPGs from Square Enix, not called Final Fantasy, then you probably loved this week's state of play. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I guess the state of play is the big news. I got you asked about Returnal. Oh, yes, the the Returnal DLC. Um, So it's called Ascension. Um, it it's bringing multiplayer. That's uh, the guess. thing I care about because I'm yeah. excited to do some co-op in Elden Ring. In fact, I think when I start playing Tom, and if I get stuck, I'm gonna be like Tom. You want to come in here and give me a no? I I need to uh, I need to play some <laughs> I need to play some co-op. One of the things I've one of the things that like I kind of got um uh one of the optional side quests in Elden Ring requires you to like invade other people's world. Oh yeah, and I started doing that, and the first couple of ones I did, like I was knocking people out because that's awesome not exp- and it was like so much fun but then i jumped into a world with like two people and i was like this got exponentially more difficult so yeah i, I would love to do some some co-op for sure yeah that's sick though i'm pumped for that i want i want you to jump wait t- what does it scale does it change when you join someone's game um i haven't played co-op so oh, i don't okay. know right. I, I don't enemies don't scale though for you Great. Like, That's all I care about. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So then I want to, I want to see what this is like. We're going to have you come in my game. Help me clear out that. I, honestly, I'll just watch you kill that guy on the horse. I just want to see him go down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tom, come get this guy. He's killed me a lot. Um, yeah. Returnal though. Returnal co-op. I don't, the tower thing is cool. I guess I didn't finish that game because of the game breaking bug that caused it to fail. I lost my save twice and that was it. I wasn't playing that game until they fixed it. They finally fixed it, you know, a handful of months ago, but I just didn't go back to it. It wasn't the right time. I haven't, I haven't finished it. Either. Obviously not going back anytime soon with Elden Ring, but I think I'm thinking, Tom, like there's going to be a spring, summer lull in a few months, and that would be a great time for you and I to play and just beat Returnal on co I'm looking, dude, I'm looking at the calendar and I'm like, oh man, the last thing to come out really that I care about is... Lego Star Wars at the beginning of April, and then it's nothing for two months. And well, fucking for Switch Sports, move. but that's not going to eat, eat up your time. No, Switch Sports is April. Mario Strikers is like June. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah but Switch Sports, I'm not. It's not going to eat up. You're not like yeah. I'm putting in a 20 hour yeah, gaming I'm session. Of fucking. I mean, look, I don't know. Tonight. I played so much Wii Tennis back in the day. Who knows? Well, I'll tell you what, Tom. The bowling, which is the thing that takes the longest in that game, now. This is just what I heard, but I heard someone saying that uh, it's um, everyone bowls at the same time now on their turn. So oh, that game okay, moves very cool. fast now. So you're just bowling, 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 bowling. You're not, you know, it's great. So maybe you will. Maybe you'll just. Be oh, wow. There. This isn't only from Audible, this book. You can only get it on Audible. Well, that's the not Hail true. I bought it on iTunes. It says only from it no, says I know. only from I'm Audible on here. I'm just letting you know I bought it on iTunes. <laughs> Maybe it just means that they published it or something. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, you know what? It's it's possible because when I went to get it, um, oh, like Libby, it, I I think it might be that they have uh, what that means is only from Audible is like some kind of like exclusive, yeah, narration thing because That's um, uh the same thing they said the same thing for artemis which when i listened to it through audible was narrated by rosario dawson oh i don't know if 
she narrated yours or whatever. No, I actually anyway, read that one. one. Oh, you read it? Yeah. Cool. There we go. That was that. That one came out at a time where I was like, I'm just gonna read a book. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll do yeah. I'll do both. I'll usually try and get the physical, like the digital copy on Libby, and put it on my iPad so that I can read along if I want to read. Because sometimes if I'm like, oh, it's late at night and I'm not gonna play a game and I want to watch something. I will because I can read a lot faster than I can listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot more opportunities where I can listen to the book than I can read it. So that's why I like the audiobooks because I can, I'll get through it a lot faster and I don't have to wait till I'm like, I have to like be in a place where like I can shut off my brain to like, I to like be able to sit and read a book. Otherwise, I'm going to have too many other distractions going on. So totally. Um, the other bit of news today is Mario Day. Uh, March 10th and Nintendo came out and said we are excited to welcome everyone next year to Universal Studios Hollywood for Super Mario World which I'm very excited about I texted Tuna and I was like hey even if there's no E3 next year you guys gotta come we'll go to Mario World I live less than two miles away from Universal Studios you are very close I'm gonna get that year pass so I can just go it's also like if you live in like Southern California or whatever it's only $10 more than a day ticket so there's no reason not to do that but Mm -hmm. I'm going to go all the time. I watched uh, like the Japanese one online because like that one's open. People have gone. So I watched some of the video footage of it. It's so fucking cool, dude. Dude, it's so cool. Um, we didn't get the Mario trailer like a lot of people were anticipating. So Is that coming out? That's When's this year. Out? No way. Really? Yeah. Mm. They like recorded all of it. Like it's like you know mm-hmm. that that's that's coming. Chris Pratt is gonna be Mario soon, and it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. maybe it'll be good, but uh, I just wish they would have had Charles Martinet do it. I'll be honest with you. You know, it's gonna be weird to hear not Mario's voice. It is. It is going to be weird for him to open his mouth and it's Chris Pratt. And there's part of me that wants it to not be good just because I don't want Chris Pratt to continue to be the voice of Mario. You know they're going to do like metaverse shit if they are not metaverse, multiverse stuff. If uh... Well, look, if we get a Super Smash Brothers movie and then we get the Super Smash Brothers game movie tie-in, which will be the first bad Smash Brothers because it would be Super Smash Brothers <laughs> the movie. Oh my God, the movie, the game, hell yeah. That's going to be great. Oh my God. I think that is really it though. That was, um, there really wasn't a whole lot else. There was that X screen, there was that, there was, uh, yeah, that's, that seems to be it. All right, well then let's move on to some mail. Email at unrankedpodcast.com. That's right, you just send an email, you just type it. So you go on your computer, you go open up like Gmail or Yahoo Mail maybe if you're Hotmail. Like, yeah, Hotmail, MSN, Mail, Excite.com, whatever you have, um, compose and you send it to email at the at symbol on rankpodcast.com. Or you can go to the Discord, the show notes, and there's a link and you do all that good questions with pot. Uh, we have two emails I want to read, Tom. One came in from Calvin, and Calvin said, You guys have done this for other generations, so I want to know about generation nine. Fuck Mary Kill for the new Pokemon, or should I say, Catch primary faint, which stands for I'm assuming catch like they, they go in like your piece, like that's probably that's the equivalent of fuck is catch. Primary oh. is like in your team of six, and then oh, faint is not get that stand. 
Yeah. Like the cat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you, they might go in your PC box, you know, like <laughs> they're not your, they're not your primary starter. Um, so we have Sprigatito, Fue Coco and Quaxley. And this is tough because as we've mentioned, we don't know what the fuck they're turning into Tom. Right. I'm going to say catch. First off, fainting Quaxley. Sorry, bud. Okay. Primary Sprigatito catch Foy Coco. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. It's so hard for me to, to, there's part of me that wants to say the same as you, but as Mm. someone who always picks the water starter, it's hard for me to faint the water starter, Mm. especially Uh, because here's my, here's my thing, man. There have been one or two water starters where I like, I liked the design of maybe the grass or someone better, but the typing of them wasn't as good. And the water starter was just better to have the final version of. Mm. And there's part of me that's like, man, this stupid fucking, this little bird with his little pompadour hair is probably going to be stupid strong. And the really, the really cute designs that we love right now on the other two, I feel like are going to end up as things we don't want them to be. I have no idea how it's going to go. I have no idea. (laughs) So with that being said, um, I'm going to, I just don't trust it, Tom. It's it's the best. <laughs> He's taking this best, so seriously. He's really stressed it's out. It's the right best now. fire tra- starter design since Charmander, but I just don't trust him. So I'm gonna have to faint Foy Coco. You think Hatch. that this fire starter is the best starter yeah. design they've had since Charmander? Yep, hundred percent. Wow, without question. Not wow. even close. Yeah, yeah. It has such a unique shape. Like you look at the silhouette of this Pokemon, you're gonna know exactly what it was. It's got it has such a brilliant like silhouette shape to it. It's very simple color design. It's fucking adorable. It's got cute little teeth. It's like there's a lot of like unique little things about this Pokemon's design. I think it's I think it's the best one since Charmander. So it's very hard for me to faint him, but I'm going to. I'm gonna catch go. Quaxley because. I'm like, you know, from time to time, I might need to hit that up. But I'm also going <laughs> to, I'm going to primary Sprigatito because, you know, it's the, as people say, it's the weed cat. So, uh, man, if that fucking cat ends up on two feet, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> All right. We got it. You, you really, you don't think there's been a better fire starter design. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. Right, but this is this is second to Charmander. I think so. God, I'm really pissed that we still didn't get this platypus water type. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. the 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 fire cat was really good. I do think what's funny is the current the current new cat doesn't look high. The fire cat looked high. The way that they kind of like, you know, the way they make him, he's sort of the drowsy eyes. Um, all of these are so. So here's here's not a Cyndaquil fan either. No, I actually like Cyndaquil a lot. So if you if you want me to order these, right? Yeah. One through nine, I would say number one, Charmander. Number two, I would say is Foy Coco. Uh, number three, and this is where it starts to get tough after Foy Coco. I would probably 
put Chimchar as number three. Maybe. I the problem is Tepig is also I very love good. Chimchar. I feel like Chimchar, Tepig, and Cyndaquil are all just as good as one another. I think they're all really good. Torchic's the worst, right? Torchic's the worst. I think honestly, the cat is the second worst. As much as I love, I the like cat. the fox. I like the fox. I, th- I like I, the fox a lot as well. I know that people have problems um, with its final evolution. I feel, right. I I hear you. Yeah, and I didn't. I went with fucking Froki when I yeah. played this one because Froki, pretty fucking good. I I would probably. I actually would put the fox above Tepic. The problem with so Tepic and yeah, um, Tepic is probably very. Fennekin and Tepic are both really good, but they are. I think and and the cat but there's still too much just the animal at like charmander chimchar cyndaquil all have things about them that aren't just like the animal and the other ones kind of are like just the animal yeah i agree so that's the sort and that's why i think foycoco really stands out because it's like charmander cyndaquil like in that kind of like oh this is a very unique look to it for a fire starter it doesn't just look like an obvious animal it's it's much more inspired in a way by the uh pepper shape than just the crocodile so that's true that is true yeah i really like uh the rabbit one as well i like the fact that it's uh yes. feels like oh a very God. unique color scheme yeah I forget his name but yeah. i like the fact that he's primarily white i thought that he's was just cool. a little too humanoid for me for that's 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 my only thing but th- that's a personal bias i'm just not you know that's a personal yeah. bias so uh yeah that's what i would say cool there we they're go. all they're they're mostly all good like all i'm looking i'm i was gonna say i'm looking at these starters and i can't really fault a lot of them no i have never been a poplio fan i i know that you like poplio <laughs> i think he might be my least favorite i like poplio kind of the same way like um i just like things that are like weird and kind of out of place <laughs> sure i get that like I like it, be, it because it's kind of stupid looking. Yeah, that's part of why I like it. Right. Um, Oshawott. Uh, Oshawott's one that I didn't like the design for, and over time I love it now. I think Oshawott's um, awesome. Mudkip is probably low for me on the on the waters as well. Yeah, I mean, what do we, what do we got here? Let me see all of them just so I can have them in front of me. I mean, Squirtles. Probably still possibly. I just best. don't think you can. I think Totodile and Squirtle are almost these. equal. Totodile, yeah. Squirtle, um, Piplup are all very good. Those three yeah. are all very. Froakie's pretty solid. Uh, uh, I love Gen 8s. Yeah. I think Gen great. 8 has some great starters. Like Gen 8 is great Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Poplio and Oshawa are just the two most controversial. And it's partially because they both have kind of like clown face aesthetics going yes. on. Yes. That's really like what that yeah, is. Like, that is what they that, both I'm realizing have with noses. That's totally what's happening. Yeah. If they had a different nose situation, it I feel like we wouldn't even be having that conversation. They would they would work better. But um they decided to like they kind of and it wasn't the case until Oshawa, but they started leaning into like the idea that like the waters are always kind of like timid, and so they make them the most like infantile with their starters now. And you can see that, like, when you look at Poplio compared to the others, like, it looks like it's wearing something like a toddler would wear. Uh, it's very childlike. So, and obviously the grass starters are, I think, the most consistent in many ways of all. Of yeah, them. 
I think consistent, but like not hitting as many of the highs as the others as well. You know, like I don't think I think I don't know. I feel like the I grass, mean, Rowlett uh, is my boy. I can't. The final grass Rowlett. ones is usually what holds them back. I mean, remember sure. like fucking chestnut, dude. Chestnut's one of the cutest fucking Pokemon. Is that that's Gen Six, right? That's the one. Chespin, sorry, Chespin, Chestnut. Chespin. It was Chestnut the, is the final. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Chespin, he's so cute. He's Snivy's got like, he's got like a hoodie on. Snivy's great. Yeah, Snivy's good. Chikorita, Chikorita can get the fuck out of here. No, Chikorita's though. awesome. Love Chikorita. <laughs> we should do a complete ranking of all of the starters. First ever, first, uh, f- you know, first evolution, yeah. whatever. At some point, that'd be fun. Yeah, once once we know what the new evolutions are on these Pokemon, we'll do a complete. Uh, what'll be it? Thirty six. There'll be twenty seven. It'll be twenty seven, right? Yeah, nine for each. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do a complete three each, one yes. through 27. Right. Oh, nine for you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. All right, great. Um, I, I have another email and then we'll play a quick game. This from Connor. Chris, if you want a good soundbite to add for uh, whenever someone misses a question and you should, you should have fucking listened, uh, go back to episode 134, minute 22, second 45. I'm sure you'll get Alex plenty of times with this. Um, Oh, that was critical listening. I guess I shouldn't have read that part out loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, I would love for you guys to do a game of Russian roulette. I think do we need to change the name of that. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> so I, I think we're okay. Change the I think we're okay. Uh, just kidding, of course. Question, what are your go-to barcade games? I always gravitate to pinball, Donkey Kong, and the Jurassic Park shooting games. Would love to hear yours. So I've been doing trivia night again recently. There's a barcade here, and they have, like, indoor, outdoor, and stuff. Um, They have, like, the arcade games. Their arcade games have not been, like, kept up with, I think, during Mm. COVID. And there's a lot that just, like, don't start right correctly, which is unfortunate. But my number one game I always look for is uh, Burger Time. And then if they have... It, I love to find the like four player Pac-Man multiplayer table. The one that's like you look down at the table to play on it. That one I also really love. Those are my two like that I search out for. What do you try and find at the barcade, Tom? Um, Crazy Taxi. I think we talked about arcade games recently, but Crazy Taxi. And we, we did. If you could have any one arcade game at your house. Yes, right. Well, it's going to be a lot of the same. Similar, stuff. yeah. Uh, but there was um, Asteroids is I think my favorite um uh like classic arcade or og uh arcade game i love how man they don't make games like that anymore like they literally just don't make games like that anymore from like a how that works and it has so if you if you ever get to if you're ever like looking at an asteroids cabinet the way that the image is projected. It's got like this dual phase kind of chromatic, like aberration look to it. I, I I'm in love with that cabinet. Um, I uh, love. There's one that is a. Um, remember on the Mac they used to keep they used to install those marble that marble game, um, which I used to play all the time on my iBook back in the day. Yeah, I think that marble is madness. A, I think that is originally an arcade cabinet because i've played one that is like yeah like a trackball like a physical trackball kind of like asteroids 
it's a physical trackball um that you uh have to roll the marble around and I, I love playing that one um and yeah the x-men arcade cabinet yeah it's a the marble madness game the uh marble madness game tom do you know mm-hmm. who made that game uh chris martinet <laughs> chris martin come on <laughs> no i have no idea mark cerny no way yep that's his claim to fame oh yeah that's it not designing the i mean PS4 but it, but it was in a way because that was such day. that was such a big deal that that was like huge for his career and helped like elevate him within what the industry genius. what a fucking genius that that is like he's he's the designer of that game it was a midway game there it is it's yeah. so good. Dude. It's really good. I the, had the it on cabinet, the NES. I played it all the time. It was one of my favorite NES games. The the cabinet is a lot of fun because it's a trackball as well. And yeah. like the way that, again, it's, I mean, I just, I'm like blown it's away a great game. by how, I mean, this game came out. He made it 18. <laughs> you're like, what am I doing with my life, I mate? I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, you're just thinking about the fact that you're about to turn 30. And you yeah, haven't done seriously. anything as great as create Marvel Madness. No, <laughs> You're like, this kid was 18. Not even close. And he Chris. made, like, he not made a game even close. He made a game that I'm talking about. He made yeah. this game in 1984. So he made a game that's almost 40 years old when he was 18. And I'm 30. <sighs> I have access to more information technology than he ever did. And I'm not even close. No, not yeah. even close. But don't to be fair. Don't he compare also yourself played, to gods. Tom. He also played. He also he also made knack. Uh, you know, so the hey, con will be. Worse. Hey, <laughs> knack. I like. Oh knack. my god! Yeah, the, you got it. If you can, if you can find a marble madness arcade cabinet, get your hands on it because the way that the 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 one to one of the trackball versus um the 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 visual marble on screen, yeah. you're like. This is magic. Like the That's way that, like the fact that they made this in 84. So good. That's amazing. It's only 38 years old. He made that game and then you were born eight years later. I know. I know. <laughs> he was already like fucking. Yeah. This guy was making Marble Madness at 18. You were working at the Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> playing Marble Madness. Yeah, playing Mar- <laughs> You're like, hey, look at this great game. I just downloaded on the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's he amazing. Help create um, Crush Bandicoot. The Good other stuff, man. The one other gotta do the call out for. If they have it, you want to play the uh the Budweiser uh tapper game. Otherwise, you're probably just gonna find it as tapper. But the Budweiser yeah. Tapper game is so it's so good. That's such mm-hmm. a fun. I mean, if you're gonna play that game, you, you have can to lose play quarters. it at your bar. That is a that is a losing quarters game. Yeah. Uh Connor also says, thanks, guys, and suck it. Hell yeah. Love that. So in honor of Connor. An honor, Connor. I love that. Uh, we're going to do a quick game, Tom, of Russian Roulette. I'm going to play just off the noodle, so I'm going to come up with these clues as we go. So uh, good luck to you on that. It also means that for you, it might end up being helpful because it's possible that the hints I give you are easier or harder as they go. Maybe we'll get a, a easy to go one at the start. So typically in Russian Roulette, I come up with a bunch of clues in advance. Uh, they get easier as they go on each one somehow pertains to a hidden game or character item um today's first one tom is going to be a game 
and I just came up with it and I have your first clue and it is Amazon. So I'm looking for the title of a game and your first clue is Amazon. So remember, these are never, they're not related to one another. It's just all the clues that you get will be related to the hidden game you're trying to figure out. All right. So could be very simple. Could be this is an Amazon game from the company. Or this is a game that maybe features the Amazon rainforest. Or it has something to do with shipping. And that's why I'm going to say Death Stranding. Oh, it's not Death Stranding, but I like that's the right kind of thinking. That is to play if, this if game. this is your first time hearing Russian roulette, yeah. you got to go off the yeah. beaten path. <laughs> that's the right kind of thinking <laughs> to play this game. Um, good job. That was good. Uh, your second. Norman Reedus. <laughs> you're you're going to hate this. Um, okay. Your second clue is uh, Martin. All right, so George R. R. Martin made Elden Ring. Could Elden Ring connect to Amazon in some way? I don't think that it's also Elden Ring either. Okay, Martin Freeman is, I think, the only other Martin. Or maybe Sheen. Amazon, Martin Freeman. How do they both connect to something? Martin Freeman played Bilbo. Lord of the Rings, Amazon. They're making a Lord of the Rings TV show. And therefore, I'm going to say... Now, here's the problem. There are multiple Lord of the Rings games. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go Sh- Shadow of Mordor. Lord of the Rings, Shadow of Mordor. No. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not. Okay. It's, right. it's not. Um I'm coming up with your third clue. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, God, this is such a bad... It's such a bad clue. Uh, all right. Return address is your third clue. So you have... Sorry, I was right on the shipping front. So you have Amazon, you have Martin, and you have return address. There and back again. <laughs> You're just stuck on Lord of the Rings. Now. I'm stuck on Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> um, return address, but now, I will say now, now this uh, is this is the hard this is the harder part of uh, Russian noodle roulette because I'm coming up off the noodle. I would say this is a harder clue in some ways. Oh God. Okay. But you got a much easier one, I think, earlier. So. Okay. All right, Amazon. Okay, return return address. Send it back. Back to origin. Origin. EA. Who made the licensed Lord of the Rings games? <laughs> in uh the mid two thousands. 
So I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. First of all, that was actually like one of the few good licensed games of the yes. past. That was a good game. Both both of the Return of the King as well good was game. fantastic. I remember when well. that game was out, it was on like PS2 and my uncle was like, because I was telling him like, you know, because there's the GameCube and I was telling him, I think about whatever the next gen console was or something that they were starting to talk about. He was like, why? He was like, why? You can't like why would it need to look better than this? This looks almost like the movie. It was like the PS2. It's like the <laughs> yeah. PS2 and I was like, ah, dude, mm. the, dude, the, the, the back to back to back two towers return of the King. And then they did the third age, which was an absolutely batshit game. The Lord of the Rings, the third age was a turn-based game set in Lord of the Rings based in the same world universe, but it was basically a group of people that got to, they just were like one step behind the fellowship. So like they arrived at all of the key locations in the movie, but literally like the fellowship had just been there moments before. Very bizarre game. Very good game though. And I think the, the Game Boy one, the Game Boy Third Age was tactics. It was a tactics game. And the, oh man, I got to pay. I loved uh, the Third Age on both platforms. Anyway, Lord of the Rings, two, two towers tie in is my answer it's not correct Uh, i'm gonna give you a a clue and a hint it's not connected to lord of the rings okay uh just so that you don't waste a third clue yeah because i got more lord of the rings games to go baby (laughs) yeah yeah. it's like let's let's not let's get off the lord i need you to hop off of the lord of the rings okay um because it's not getting you to the right next clue frodo (laughs) (laughs) you're I worry this clue is too hard, but I'm just going to do it anyway. All right. All right. And uh, I'm going to say this dull. I'm going to say dull. Dull? Dull. D U L L. Like a dull. Okay. Yeah. Dull. Okay. Something is dull. A blade. The shards of Narsil. Uh... <laughs> You love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah, the other it. night, Teresa was like, "Well, what do we start watching?" I was like, "Let's just put fucking Lord of the Rings on." She was like, "Do you want to start I... Lord of the Rings?" I was like, "Yeah, let's just yeah, watch let's Lord of the go, Rings. baby." Um, I mean, look, all these clues ironically can uh, lead all, all all roads lead to Lord of the Rings eventually. Remember, you got other clues. You got Amazon. You got Mario. I know. Dull. Yeah. Now, is it does it mean boring or does it mean not sharp? Um, or another thing that dull means that I can't think of right now. Yeah, like not like like not shiny, no luster. Oh sure, sure, not shiny. Okay, the One Ring. Uh huh. I see. <laughs> uh, where we're going with this? Um. Okay. I feel like you fed me that to get me on track. I, that's probably true. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. So not shiny. All right, let's let's go back to the more obvious stuff with Amazon. They have a couple of games, a lot of them that don't exist anymore. Lost Ark is one of them. Lost Ark, no, yes, actually, it is one of them. They're they're publishing that in the U.S. Lost Ark is this new game. How does that relate to Martin? It doesn't. Okay, uh, New World. No. Crucible. 
what the fuck else have they made? Nothing. So I don't think it's a Amazon published thing. Is it Amazon Rainforest, Brazil? Trees. Oxygen. Dull. Return to Sunder, Martin. Let's focus on Martin. I feel like Martin is limited in what it could be. There's George R.R., obviously, which I feel like is 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 intentional. Um, Martin Sheen. He was in... Martin Sheen. I mean, <laughs> name me another famous Martin whose last name isn't Freeman. Martin Scorsese. He hates Marvel movies. Are you sure this isn't a Lord of the Rings game? This is sort uh, of, uh, I'll say, one of your two first clues mm. is the easiest clue okay. that you have. I, just out of sheer, like, that's how I always come up with them. You know, it's easier to, like, come up with the easy ones first. Uh, soon off the top of the head, you actually got the easier clue already. I'm not saying it is Martin, but I'm not saying it's not Martin, Tom. Oh, Martin A. No, it's it's Martin. It's not Martin. Okay, I'm not trying okay, to catch you off okay, with because okay. you can't see the word. I'm telling Martin. you, it's <laughs> Martin. Martin. Okay, no, you're saying it is Martin. Packaging. Okay, let's go back to Amazon. They package stuff. They sell shit. Okay, so maybe it's selling. Maybe it's buying and selling. It's a game about trading. It's a game about that Martin's sheen in in uh good omen sells his soul to the devil or some shit through Amazon. That's an Amazon Prime original. Mm-hmm. I think. Good omen. Yeah, I think that was an Amazon one. Uh return to sender. Return to sender. Return address, sorry. Yeah, return address. Um, go back, going back. Origin. <laughs> um, totally whatever moving company or whatever that game was that we played. No. Uh, your, fi- your final one is Eternals. Oh, my God. It was a Martin Scorsese. <laughs> This no, time. no. <laughs> Eternals movie Marvel. Okay. Well, that's your second or last one, but Martin Freeman was in Black All Panther. Right, I'm gonna help you. It's not Martin Freeman. Okay. Eternals. I'm just telling you it's an obvious Martin. It's an obvious Martin. That is the obvious one. Uh Martin, um, Steve Martin. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sheen, Scorsese, Freeman, Steve. Um, what was the last clue that you just told me? Uh, eternal. Eter- eternal. Yeah. Forever. Okay, that's another. That's, eternal means forever. It isn't Returnal. No. 
Okay. All right. Uh, that's a freebie, that one. Um, forever. You're going to be mad. You're going to be less mad at me, I think, in a way. <laughs> you should just take a guess. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. No. Okay. Game of Thrones, your last clue. You got Amazon, you got Martin, you got Game of Thrones, you got Dole, you got Dole. Uh, Dole was one of them. You got Return to Sender. Game of Thrones. I mean, we talked about triangle strategy, but it's not that because that doesn't have any relation. Game of Thrones, political. Okay, so Martin George R. R. <laughs> Is it? Oh no! Is it Elden Ring? It's Elden Ring, Tom. No, you killed me. Oh, you killed me. Eternal, because the game keeps going forever. But also the Queen Eternal, uh, tarnished, dull, lack of oh. luster, tarnished. Uh, Amazon makes the Amazon ring. And George R. R. Martin wrote Elden Ring, Return to Sender. Uh, well, if you're returning it to the sender, you're sending it back to where it came from, from software. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> now, see, this is this is actually the thing that I've learned right now is all of these clues could normally have fit within a game of Russian roulette. But because I came up with them on the spot, them being in a order of random difficulty you, was making you overthink ones you, you shouldn't have overthought. Like, had you had, had you gotten Martin as like I mean, one of the I, like fourth I, or fifth I, clues, you know. Thing, my first thing, but the first thing when you said Martin know. was George R. Martin, Elden Ring. And I was like, I it know. can't be that. I was trying to make it easy because they're coming off the top of my head. And then when you didn't get it, I was like, well, fuck, what do I come up with as a clue now? All right. <laughs> all right. So the, so the, so the answer is to uh, be, play it simple. Yeah, play it simple. Go, go we're just going to do from the gut. one more because it is just us and we were going to do this short anyway. And then all we right, ended up going the whole time. But, um, uh, it's another game. Your first clue is Adam McKay. Okay. Uh, Adam McKay directed Vice. He directed Don't Look Up. He has directed The Big Short. Steve Martin. Martin Short. <laughs> um, no. Um, okay. Let's go more with the gut. Okay. It's Don't Look Up. Asteroids. No. Okay. But you're, I'm going to make your next clue um, bash. Okay. All capitals. Right. So the company from Don't Look Up. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Right, and they make those 
Well, they make a phone. Um, they make a phone, and then they make these. I just like imagine if Apple was like, okay, now we're gonna make these things that can mine an asteroid. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's insanity. Um, That's why they're basically like Tesla meets Apple. Yeah. He's an amalgamation. I, I keep sex I'm seeing that dude in a bunch of things now, and I can't unsee him. Uh, um, Rylance or whatever his name is. Oh, I, I thought his name was Bash. Um, no, no, I'm the actor. Oh, okay. Mark yeah, Rylance, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's been in a ton of stuff. They, I mean, Asteroid is pretty good. They try and stop the apocalypse. This is definitely going to be another gut feeling one to figure okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Gut feeling. Their Apple or their they're the equivalent of something like that oh he was in trial of chicago seven that was really well done dude he's been in so many that was really well yeah Yeah. he's in so many things yeah um my head just keeps going on like tangents and stuff and then but i need to come closer to it it's not it's not asteroid what was that second extinction, that dinosaur game? Second extinction, fuck it. No, but okay. again, I love I love your thinking here. Yeah. Um, it's like you're on the right track, but you're not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, her, uh, uh, sunset. <laughs> huh. hmm, let me think about this. Is it Horizon uh, Forbidden West? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I meant to say sunset. Oh my god! Because and I said horizon. I, we shared those images. Oh my god! You made a Twitter joke. Yeah. You made a joke about that movie, the, and then you made the joke without even knowing that I'd made that tweet. Because I sent it to you, like I the oh second, god. like I got to that scene in Horizon where it straight up feels like the fucking guy from from this. I sent it to you. You were like, I literally had made that joke like yesterday. I was like, oh my god. It's so I funny. Get, I got to get back to the fucking Forbidden West, man. I know. I'm so bummed that, like, I have so many other games. I just wish all these games didn't come out at the same time. <sighs> so much. So bad. So all bad. right. Well, that's today's show. Thank oh you for God, listening. Sorry, it was just the two hilarious. of us this week. But uh, I think good. we still had some no good one, shit. No, if you're out there being like, I've been cheating, fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> yeah, we put it, we, we were going to do a short fucked. one. And we gave we put in the whole two hours anyway, <sighs> even though it's just us. Oh, seams are falling apart over here posters falling over uh tom social all of our details are in the show notes uh tom you want to say anything uh no uh we got some reviews coming up of some games to so go check out the youtube uh, i'm gonna do a big stream uh, march 27th is the plan great um, uh, stuff so yeah check out our discord send us an email until next time stay in rank Saga. For sure, yeah, definitely.